Thanks for joining us for the final episode of Season 7 of the Hospitality Hangout, a hospitality-focused podcast where the founders at Branded Strategic share their insights and bring technology and innovation leaders that are making things happen in the industry we love. My name is Jimmy Frischling, otherwise known as the finance guy. I'd like to introduce my partner, my brother from another mother, Mr. Michael Schatzberg, also known as the restaurant guy. And thanks for that kind introduction, Jimmy. And to all those listening, feel free to call me Shatsy. And together, we're the personalities behind branded strategic hospitality. We work at the intersection of hospitality, food service, technology, innovation, and capital. Jimmy, that's a mouthful. We got a great show. I got to tell you, Jimmy, I've never been to Sun Valley before, but it is gorgeous. Uh, at the Global Food Service Hospitality Exchange. Beautiful. It Beautiful. is a great crew. It is gorgeous. Jimmy's hiking. Jimmy's biking. Jimmy's fly fishing. Jimmy's at the bar. Jimmy's, do- Jimmy's enjoying He's like a regular bed. outdoorsman. <laughs> He's like a grizzly Adams out here. It's really been a lot of fun. But, Jimmy, we're not going to talk about that right now. What we're going to talk about is something more important. Jimmy, do you know what's coming up very soon in September? Uh, I could take a stab, Shatsy, but I might I might guess wrong. So why don't you just tell me what is coming up? I was I was going to go with some special holidays. What do you got? It's our. Fa- it's not Yom Kippur. It's <laughs> probably coming up too, Jimmy. Yes, and that's not your favorite holiday because you oh, fast, and Jimmy yeah. don't like anytime he's got a fast. Jimmy, it is FS Tech. It is. I think it's our. It's one of our favorite trade shows to go to. Absolutely, the food service tech show. It's an unbelievable show, and I got. I, I mean, I got to tell every operator out there right now. If there's one show to go to in the year and you love tech or you want to see what's happening in tech and innovation within the space, you got to come to Dallas and hang out with Jimmy and I and the team. Uh, If you want to come, you can go to fstech.com and register. It is free for operators, Jimmy. That is a special promotion that we are running here at Branded by using the code Mr. Jimmy. (laughs) <laughs> you can use Mr. Jimmy code. It's free. Or you can email me. You could go podcast at Brand Strategic, and I'll get you registered. Uh, again, it is the best show. Jimmy, you know we we're, we're have the Innovation Alley there. We will have 20 of the most innovative companies at the show. So I, I, I stress anybody who is thinking about learning about what's happening in tech and innovation, you got to come to Dallas. We'll be at the Gaylord FS Tech. It's September 19th. Uh, FSTech.com and register immediately. Jimmy, back to you. I like it. You know, uh, I got to tell you, year two for Brandon, we've, we've gone to the show before, but year two where we will be hosting Innovation Alley, and that is very exciting. Okay. We have a very, very uh, exciting episode today. It is, as I said at the intro, our final episode of season seven. They never oh, said, has it been they that never, long? They never said we finished the Mickey year, but you know what? Seven. Seven checks. Hey, Jimmy, when do royalty payments start coming in, by the way? Is that after seven? When do we, for, like, like, it's like, I've been getting don't mine. you syndicate now and we start getting big money? I've been getting mine. I guess I forgot to give your wiring instructions. Okay, here we go. Our guest today, Mr. Taj Adhav, CEO of Lease Cake. Okay, I could not be more excited to have our friend and partner Taj on the podcast. I wanted to give you a little quick analogy about Lease Cake. Airbnb is for travel. Uber is for, you know, going places, car service. LinkedIn is for careers. And Lease Cake is for everyone who owns or leases. I thought everyone else, Jimmy, just everyone else. Well, (laughs) anyone, everyone who owns or leases commercial real estate, that's Lease Cake. There you go. That's Lease Cake. So, Taj, we'll let you kick us off. Please give us a little background about yourself and, of course, your pitch on Lease Cake. 
I'm assuming you still want to be on the show with us after that intro. Oh, it is awesome. Love working with you guys, Jimmy and Shots. Thanks for allowing me to be part of kind of the closing of series of, of season seven. Season seven. That's awesome. That's awesome. You'll get a Mickey Mantle jersey in the uh, in the in the mail. Compliments of Shatsy's personal credit card. <laughs> yes. That is great. Yeah, so a little bit about myself. So, you know, first generation kid, youngest son of an immigrant family. My parents said, hey, you better get into business. So I was a CPA for 15 years, uh, big four, spent a decade at Disney as an Imagineer, being involved in lots of large scale commercial projects, uh, hotels, restaurants and, and business launches. One of them was Disney Cruise Line, billion dollar project and, and launching a couple of cruise ships with that business. So phenomenal kind of experience. And I decided I needed to, to repot myself. So I joined a small tech company. This is uh, you know probably a couple of decades ago. And I was an early hire there, uh, moved out of being the CFO because I was really a numbers guy. And I said, I, I want to figure out how to engage more customers. We created a, a B2B enterprise solution that ultimately 14 years later, Google acquired. So part of my, my journey uh, were how Leasecake was created Believe it or not, it started over a cup of coffee at a diner. So, so after this kind of you know great ride, successes and and failures in life, uh, I met a gentleman in the commercial real estate space, and he looks at me and he's managing this really large commercial real estate portfolio, fifty million dollars, probably uh, fifty tenants, nine nine buildings, and he said to me, he's like, "Hey, Taj, listen, you're a business guy and you're a tech guy." I'm losing track of things. I'm losing track of rent increases and lease expirations, renewals and month to month rents. And he's like, we should build an app. And I looked at him and I said, I said, Jim, this is kind of, kind of crazy. I mean, here we are. It's, 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 you know, the 2017, I think, or 2015 at the time I said, everybody that is in business owns or leases a location, right? Where's the app for that? And he's like, exactly. You know, I keep missing things. I'm like, what's wrong with spreadsheets and Dropbox? And it turns out that, you know, it was an idea well before its time. So that seed was planted in my head. And from my upbringing, my parents were commercial tenants for 10 years. They moved from Canada to the U.S. They became commercial landlords overnight. And then lo and behold, they build their own building for themselves as well as space for tenants. So I, I'm a dot connector. And I looked at this and what, what Jim was telling me, Jim Banks, and he's our co-founder, um, he said, you know, this, this is an opportunity. It turns out it, it is. So we created a operating system for location management. And the reason it's called Lease Cake is because it's easy. <laughs> and and what, we, what we recognized in, in, you know, any type of B2B application, consumer-centric design is so, so vitally important. But it's missing in a lot of these kind of prop tech solutions that are out there. So ultimately, you know, we are lease and location management made easy. And we found that, uh, you know, with more and more customers that we showed this to, they said, wow, you know, I'd buy lease cake. Here's five more people. So the journey of, of not only kind of finding product market fit, we took this idea and the, the launch happened at Techstars. It was Global Startup Weekend. Techstars. Yes. Shatsy, Techstar mentor, by the way. Give a little shout out uh, to Techstars here. Wait, Taj, first of all, two quick things. One, yeah. 
um, your story about coffee in a, in a diner and, and the idea of this business is not so different than Shad's and myself. Back of a napkin, Jimmy. Yeah, well, we have to change coffee to, 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 single, to single malt, <laughs> and we got to change diner to bar. But that is like the same story. Like It's exactly it's, the same story. Exactly Jimmy. the same. Okay, listen, um, I, I want to talk um, a little bit. I want to jump in a little further about Lee's Cake yeah. and what we love so Jimmy, much. You've about, never spoken a little bit ever. I'm going to try. I'm going to try. What we love <laughs> so much about your company, and you were just, you were just highlighting the fact that you have applied a tech solution to an otherwise antiquated model. Um, and, and that I think is so cool because you, it's almost like, of course, someone's already solved this, but you know what? Nobody had. So many small and mid-sized property owners are for the, you know, for all intents and purposes forgotten about when it comes to creating a solution to organize tenant leases. And get ready, folks, nearly 80% of the $1 trillion global rental market falls into that category. Can you share a little more about the problem Lease Cake is, is solving for? Yeah, absolutely. It, it's certainly an unserved market. Uh, when we look at commercial real estate, there's a whole bunch of really you know, vital events that are triggered uh, with a date. And nobody gets in business as a, as a restaurant owner to, to own a real estate empire, right? They want to run this amazing network of, of great places that people can enjoy and be delighted and, and, and have a great restaurant dining experience. It turns out that you know landlords and brokers really are the ones that have the expertise. So things like negotiating, obviously, uh, renewal options or rent bumps, those are pretty much table stakes. Every restaurant operator is focused on those. But there's a lot of other details that are also as onerous. So let's just talk about maybe a personal guarantee that is still um, binding even though you sell your restaurant or there are landlord or tenant responsibilities that you know a, an operator ends up fixing stuff that's ultimately the, the landlord's responsibility. Having visibility and quick access to the things that matter in your real estate leases, that's absolutely vital. That's really where we focus. But what we found as well is there are there's a need for other systems that focus on keeping track of other mission-critical, time-sensitive events, things like your permits, your licenses, your liquor license, your fire extinguisher uh, um, permits, all of these things, like our customers tell us, oh, I have no system for, for tracking, um, you know, warranties or vendor contracts that are in this auto renewal cycle. And suddenly your uniform provider is locking into a three-year new term and you couldn't renegotiate it or your trash uh, contract has been has been renegotiated or you can't renegotiate it. So there's a lot of these you know, other very mission critical time sensitive dates and, and you need to have proactive awareness. So number one, we're in, the, we're in the answer business, getting quick access to the things that matter most in a very easy to use uh, consumer centric application, mobile, tablet, desktop. We're in the awareness business, push notifications, email notifications, and then we're also in the action business, collaboration, to allow you to say, hey, renew that certificate of insurance. Who's responsible? It's a very shareable platform, and that's what our customers love about our solution. It's not just a single point-based. You can store documents. There's full lease abstracts that are built by our, all, all of our U.S.-based real estate team, just experts that help operators of, of all, all different types, certainly restaurant hospitality, um, get, get kind of this uh, 
outsourced real estate services component at a fraction of the cost without having to build out an entire world. Listen, I got to tell you, Taj, this is really unbelievable what you're doing. I mean, it's just unbelievable. Listen, we have probably, I don't know what the exact number is right now, but it's a couple hundred thousand listeners right now on this podcast, okay? And, and many of them are restaurant owners and operators, many multi-unit restaurant owners and operators. So let's just talk a little bit more. I mean, you touched on some of it. Give us some more details detail and depth of how LeaseCake is truly a solution for the multi-unit restaurant and food service operator. Why would they care? End of the day, it's having the most accurate, accessible answers in something that's easy to use and that allows them to stay focused on running an amazing restaurant experience, not to be sidetracked by uh, some time-wasting effort because some permit's not been established or yeah. understanding. You know, I, I, I tell you, as an operator, Tosh, I know firsthand that we have had lease options pass us by because, honestly, our leases were in a filing cabinet, and we've got uh, our group has 20 leases, and uh, you just really just you kind of sign the lease, you throw it into a filing cabinet and you very rarely go back and look at it again, you know, and you yeah. get your bill and you pay it. And there's an increase. You just assume, OK, it must be a two percent increase and, and, and you don't really pay much attention. So are you saying that this will take all that out of it and it makes it so you really understand every term of your lease and what's happening and not miss any key dates? That's absolutely correct. It takes it's a must have, Jimmy. You gotta have this. Gotta have it. Gotta have How it. How do I get it? What Oxygen. do I need to do? Where am I going? Leasecake.com? Oxygen, gravity, lease cake. Absolutely. Leasecake.com. It's a piece of cake, baby. <laughs> um, I think this is uh, I, I get to I get to use Shatsy, our favorite our favorite. The pandemic has changed nothing but accelerated everything moment. Lease cake started out as a lease management tool. That's cool. Big, big market. Now it has quickly morphed into a one-stop shop for operators looking to manage essentially all their critical dates and other important business renewals, equipment maintenance. Jimmy, we, we missed out on it. We, we lost the lease because yes. we didn't know when. Yep. We didn't know Liquor licenses. Restaurant guys. We're stupid. What other tools are you offering operators? The other tools, I mean, it's, it's like the hub is the location, right? The lease is one of the spokes. The other facets of what LeaseCake offers is there's a new accounting standard. Uh, meaning if you need to comply and have gap-based financial statements that you're required to send to your franchisor or your lender or your landlord, there's this new requirement called ASC 842, and it's an accounting standard. Got gotcha. you got to love the accountants. You've got to capitalize and amortize all of your leases for the entire life of that, that lease across all of your portfolio of locations and put that on your balance sheet. So it's a very uh, complicated set of calculations. It's incredibly expensive for your CPA firms to you know, look at all your lease inventory, run the schedules, create this, uh, this effective net present value. So we have an ASC 842 solution right out of the box. You just click a button, all the lease data is already there pre-populated and created for you. And it creates the journal entries so your CFO doesn't have to worry or spend needless amount of money with their with with CPA firms or or your outsourced uh, even your auditor, so we oh, allow Jerry, a much oh. quicker compliance. 
I, I love it. I think this is just fantastic. Now, what is that thing? The AC 36-4? What is that? <laughs> it's accounting standards, uh, uh, you know, conference, I guess. It's ASC 842. Um, Jimmy, make a note of that, Jimmy. That's accounting standard conference 842. Hey, listen, Jimmy, Jimmy brought up a little bit about Techstars. I am honored to be a mentor in the Techstars Farm to Fork program. In fact, I just got back uh, from Minnesota for the kickoff, the kickoff event um, of the Techstars and meeting 12 incredible, incredible startups in the food service uh, hospitality space. You were not just uh, in Techstars program, you were a winner. Listen to this, Jimmy. This is breaking news, I think. I think this is breaking news. You were the winner of the Techstars Global Showcase. 2017, baby. In 2017, but I heard, if am I correct, you wanted, you were so great, you won it again in 18 and again in 19. Is that not true? <laughs> that, that part is a little bit of a stretch, I think, 18 oh, and 19. Oh, so it was just the first year. All right. Okay, Jimmy, it was just the one year, but it's still breaking news, Jimmy. You're breaking, yeah, you you're can't breaking, win more you're breaking than news from 2017. Right. No, but how did Techstars help accelerate your growth? It was, it was phenomenal. So here's the thing, right? As a tech guy, as a business guy, I got invited to Techstars Global Startup Weekend in Orlando. And, and it was under the premise that, hey, Taj, show up over the weekend to help some people create a prototype and have a, have a winning pitch and have a paying customer. It turns out that I was just invited to be a mentor. Well, as I looked at it and I was starting to scratch my head and I called Jim Bankston, my co-founder, up and I said, hey, dude, um, you know this thing that you mentioned a couple years ago at the diner? He said, sure. I said, well, what about leasecake.com? He's like, yeah, go for it. So I said, if I get the guts to pitch, I might pitch this. So he said, go for it. So I wrote the pitch, kept it in my back pocket, bought the domain name for $11.99. And this is two hours before the event. Turns out on that Friday night in Orlando, I pitched. We won by Sunday, winning prototype, winning pitch, had a paying customer. And then two weeks later, we won North America. And then another two weeks later, we won globally across 200 cities and 58 countries. And I said, holy crap, if it's good enough for tech stars across the globe, I better freaking do something about this. So it was literally that <laughs> that kind of magic moment happened. I love it. And to all you kids at home, it just goes to show you, um, you know, those five P's, proper preparation prevents poor performance. Ah, screw it. Just two hours before the exam, just pull it together, whip it out, and, uh, and and see what you can make happen. There you go. That's a great lesson for all you youngsters out there. Preparation, ah, forget about it. All right, listen. Before we move you know, on, but, but I, I, I would counter by saying, you know, sometimes all the lessons in your life lead up to that moment of just I saying, agree. all right, I think I'm just going to grab the mantle yeah. and see what no, happens. I agree. Tongue in cheek. I think, um, you know, I think you were very lucky. And by luck, I define it as where hard work meets an opportunity. And it took you all of your uh, years in the business and all of your work at Disney and that early stage startup and, um, and, and the CPA license to get lucky. Lucky again, hard work meets opportunity. There you go. Listen, before we move on, um, really just open-ended, but what's next for Lease Cake? We have an amazing opportunity ahead. I mean, in order to be a platform, you just you can't just be a one-sided platform for one part of the market. So we are a multi-sided platform. We have tenants and brokers and landlords part of our ecosystem. Expanding that platform play, not only here in the U.S., but the what's next is, where are we expanding to 
geographically. So Latin America, EU, everybody across the globe, kind of, you know, obviously with a Techstars win, we know the market is massive and a easy lease or lease and location management solution for the world is absolutely ours to win. And we're ready to take on that uh, that next chapter. We're super excited. Um, part of our, our Series A round that you all were uh, part of our investor group, we now have the capital to really expand and build out the platform globally. Well, we are very excited uh, to be part of your cap table, to call you a friend, to call you a partner. And, and I will make a prediction, and I feel very fortunate uh, about this with you and some of our other uh, partner companies that we actually are working with with platforms that not only are doing amazing things for its customers and clients, but have an opportunity to really be the world leader um, in a respective domain. And I actually think that is, um, while it sounds audacious, that is actually a roadmap that I could see for Lease Cake. Um, it is so appreciated by your users that they you are solving a real issue for them all right but i digress or or i continue to speak too much like chassis always says i do as says i do all right um it turns out that while we started this podcast to talk about you know talk with other people and ask them questions along the way we learn sometimes our guests have a question for us so let's kick off talking back where we offer our guest taj that's you the chance to ask us any questions nothing's off the table the microphone is yours awesome well, I, I want to kind of turn it back to the beginning of, this, of our relationship when we first got introduced. I think it was probably through a shared contract at, at uh, one of the IFA conventions, but it was a really short dating period, right, Jimmy? Right, Chats? Well, like, yeah, I think it was even before that. Yeah. Well, what, what, was, what was the thing that you were listening for? Because literally we were in the middle of closing our round. We had a nice little how do you do, and then boom, something just clicked for you guys. And I'm so glad we got to open up the room in the cap table. Yeah, I think for us, it just what you're solving for just resonated with us as operators. Like so many companies that we get involved in, you are very hospitality centric, though your platform works for uh, many industries that have leases, though your platform works for the landlords and brokers. We looked at it as from the operator perspective and I know, and Jimmy knows, because we've been restaurant, he's been our restaurant partner for as many years we've been in the business. We missed, as I said earlier, we've missed some key lease points simply because we signed the lease, we paid the rent, and that was the end of it. We didn't know there were options that if you didn't say six months prior that, that you lost that right. We didn't know there were certain bumps in rent. We didn't know there were certain clauses. And all these things were a pain point for us. So for when we... Uh, met you and, and and heard what you were doing, it was just an obvious, and we're small guys with not a lot of leases. So if, if you're solving something for us and we're not a big guy at all, then could you imagine what you'd be doing for a guy that's got 50 or 100 or 500 leases? How could he keep track? Or, or you know what I mean? So it's just, it just resonated. You're hospitality centric. You're, you're doing a service for uh, operators that are trying to run their business and they're not really thinking about those things. They're thinking about, can I get my bread? Can I get my delivery? Can I, uh, you know, the payroll and food costs and labor costs and this and that. So that's that, that, you know, it was just an easy for Jimmy and I, it was really easy. Just resonated. Well, it was an easy. And, and you got a great blazer. You got, you got a great blazer <laughs> collection. Also great guy wears some crazy, beautiful, like these prints, right? 
with like uh, like a metallic prince. I mean, I he's like Steven Tyler. I have to say, like Josh, Aerosmith. Josh, right? I'm not kidding. Chat's just been blown away by your wardrobe and your collection of blazers. Um, ever yeah, since. Yeah, I mean, come on, show. that's close. Yeah, yeah. Chats, I'm glad it's the Italians. It's I'm just glad, it's the Italians. I'm glad you shared that, Chats, because I got to tell you, I was going to bring up. I was going to say, how'd you leave well, off? Well, Jimmy the didn't even like Lee's cake. He just said, I don't know about this product, but Chatsy, this blazer, this guy's got it going on. <laughs> what I was going to say to your question, he's like, Josh, fuck Lee's cake. Look at this blazer. <laughs> what I was going to say is, is uh, to your question, I think it's a good one. Uh, Branded uh, leans very heavily in really feature sets, um, far more so than platforms, with the idea that uh, a company that can specialize in solving uh, better than anyone else a, a, a specific issue, we are very operator centric. Um, and that is kind of how we've leaned in. And on the one hand, that is the observation that we had with you straight away, particularly because you're addressing a pain point that we ourselves have experienced. And we don't know a single restaurant operator or, or, or otherwise that hasn't had that issue. It's happened. They've missed a contractual deadline and it's cost them in some way or form. Hopefully not a big deal, but it has cost them. What I thought was interesting uh, about Leasecake is you're not a feature. You're a platform. And I will admit to you that, yes, it's never been so easy for us to make a decision on a platform um, that quickly. But we understood we are working um, in an aggressive time frame. And, and I, look, I think, um, you know, the beauty of us being an emerging venture capital platform and the ability to move on a dime and reprioritize uh, play to our strength, because I think um, given the lack of, of, of given the flat the flatness of our organization, we were able to jump on the opportunity presented to us. Really, really amazing feature set, but it's clearly a platform that is going to have a journey, and that usually takes a little more time for us, but we got there, and we're thrilled that we did. And by the way, I continue to believe that the embracement you guys get from your customers and clients and the users of Leasecake is what screams at us that we we, we absolutely did the right thing by prioritizing um, uh, Leasecake. And I want to apologize for this other company that we took away your capital and gave it to Leasecake. But you know, hey, uh, you know, better look next time. We'll catch we'll catch you at the next event, and please improve your wardrobe. It was really, it really was. I don't care what Jimmy says. He was just. It really was <laughs> about the wardrobe, and he can talk from today to tomorrow. Uh, it really was the blazer. <laughs> but listen, uh, listen, we do a poll every week. I think it comes out every Tuesday on uh, on LinkedIn. We throw out a poll. It's a fun poll about restaurants and hospitality and hotels and travel and food, et cetera. And uh, last week, we had uh, Buck Jordan from Wavemaker, guys flying like uh, like F-18 Hornets or like crazy helicopters. The guy's a pilot. The guy's crazy. He's making robots. Buck is an all, he's a all-star guy. But we asked Buck. Uh, what was his favorite American chain restaurant? Uh, the, op- the, the, uh, the, the answers could have been either Applebee's, Longhorn Steakhouse, Chili's, or Ruby Tuesdays. Uh, we had, uh, from what I understand here in my notes, over 17 billion responders, <laughs> over 17 billion people wrote in on LinkedIn. And I think, Jimmy, what did you pick? Did you pick Applebee's? What did you pick? I think I picked Applebee's because I really do love the jingle. You, know, right. the, you like the jingle, and, Oreo, I, and I went along Oreo and I said Applebee's too, yeah. but I got to tell you, night after night. Well, we asked America, 17 billion people chimed in, and the answer, Jimmy, we picked up, it was Chili's, Buck picked Chili's, and Chili's was the answer, and it was, I got to be honest, it was a landslide, it was a landslide, Chili's, everyone likes 
chilies. I mean, right? Is that is that is that the jingle? I don't even know what the jingle is. But anyway, now it's your turn, Taj. Let's ask you what was that? The jingle in nineteen ninety four. Yeah, well, that's what I remember. And let's ask you the question of the week. Are you ready? I am. What is your favorite canned spirit brand? This is what we're asking America today. Uh, Topo Chico, Cutwater, Twisted Tea, or White Claw? Favorite canned spirit. How do you think America will vote? And I'm hoping to get over 20 billion votes this time around. I think there's what I believe America will vote versus my personal favorite. I think America will vote White Claw. That's my guess. All right, White Claw. What's your personal favorite, just as a, as a side? I love Topo Chico. I just okay. love the amount of bubbles per square inch. It's freaking awesome. Jimbo, take a guess. I, I got to say, I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm agreeing with Tosh. I was going to say that White Claw is going to win this one, hands down. Because you know of the 17 billion people that, that, that respond, and by that you meant yeah. 17 people, um, your kids and the millennials, uh, the, the, the Gen Ys are the dominant participants. But White Claw is going to win this one, hands down. I, however, also am a fan of, of Topo Chico. I think it's a delicious beverage. But you're talking about now Coke, you know, Coke owns Topo Chico and they came out with the with the with the alcoholic one now. Did you know that? And that's what we're talking about. Here. Even better. Even better. <laughs> I think they I think it's a I think they added McAllen, Jimmy. McAllen 12 in there, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I don't anyway, think let's see. Listen, stay tuned next week. Over 20 billion people will vote and let's see who the winner is. I like it. I like it a lot. All Give right, me our, back to you on a crystal ball moment. Crystal ball moment. Our the chance. second best segment on the whole show. I'm going to end the show after the crystal ball moment just to piss you off. Um, uh, it's our chance for our guests to put on their Kreskin or Miss Cleo hat and predict the future, the future. Crystal ball moment, Taj. How do you see restaurants and dining two years from now in relation to hospitality? Chatsy, watch this. Real estate and technology. Uh, you going to do this yet? I love, that. Do I love it. Technology, Brilliant. real estate. Sorry, hospitality, real estate, and technology two years from now. Perfect. So I think what there's this incredible dichotomy. If you look at hospitality and technology, forget about the real estate side, there's hundreds of millions of dollars being spent on very consumer centric uh, applications, right? Apps, increase your, um, you know, increase your order accuracy, decrease your wait time, Mm -hmm. uh, increase delivery, just that speed and that efficiency and that loyalty that, that brands are spending for their customers to make it easy for them to just buy an order and, and get a reservation. That that mistake, mistakes matter. Mistakes matter. That's not good. Restaurants and mistakes are bad. Exactly. And so, you know, I've asked the question and I continue to uh, kind of get feedback, right? If, if you look at the apps that are on your home screen right now, if you were to look at your phone, what would you see? And generally, they're the apps that you can't live without, right? It's, it's you know, Facebook and WhatsApp and LinkedIn and, and your favorite, um, you know, ordering platform, et cetera. So if there are apps that you can't live without, my Kreskin moment is where are the apps that you can't work without? So I feel oh, the... Oh, 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 did there? So, so the biggest opportunity, and this is why we're winning is because it's really hard to make things really easy. And let's face it, every consumer-centric app for ordering, for reservations, for accuracy, is 
very simplified and it's very easy to use. If you look at B2B solutions out there, they're incredibly cumbersome and complex. Where we have won is we are solving that problem. We are the app that you can't work without and providing value to the individual business users. Taj, can I quote you on that? Yes, you may, sir. Okay, Jimmy, that is breaking news. I know what, and that is the best way to end season seven. We'll wrap it up now, Taj. Thank you so much. The app you can't work without. That is a tagline. I want that (laughs) trademarked immediately, Jimmy. Okay. Listen, we're going to come back here in two years, and we are going to see that. But I agree. It is something you can't work without. And I implore every restaurant operator, every landlord, every broker, get to leasecake.com and check it out. Listen, before we go, Taj, we've got the best segment. It's the Branded Quickfire, okay? And this is the number one segment. It's not just on this podcast. It's probably the number one segment in all of, I'm going to go as bold as to say, in the entire world today, this has become, it's 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 unbelievable uh, the response we get from this quick fire. Uh, just people just love it. They just go crazy for it. And I'm going to ask you five lightning round questions. And I don't want you to think too hard. Just whatever comes to your mind. People love it. Are you ready? I am. Bring it on. If you were to take the stage for a live performance with any singer, dead or alive, who would you be on that stage singing with? And you can't say Jimmy. That's easy. Freddie Mercury. Ah, yeah, you got to love a little queen. Okay. Where are you getting dinner from tonight? We've got a great restaurant locally here in Winter Park, Florida. It's called Umi Sushi. Fantastic operator, and the food is remarkable. Umi. Umi. What is your favorite food city in the world? I have found a new favorite, and it is Milan. I love Italy, and man, Milan is such a great, diverse food culture. Yeah, I mean, that's that's not a stretch. I mean, that's that's obvious there. Where is your favorite place to travel? Lake Como, Italy. Ah. Oh, it's not too far from Milan, by the way. So you can have dinner <laughs> in Milan and drive out to Como. Hey, exactly. When you're on stage with Freddie Mercury, would you let him wear your blazer? <laughs> Absolutely. Dude. All right, then. If you, I just added that question in there. <laughs> if you were to challenge Jimmy or I to be your partner in an escape room challenge, who would you choose to have better odds of winning? Escape challenge. I've done this. I don't know, Jimmy, have you done one of these escape rooms? I've done it with my kids. And let me tell you, I, I had a call 911. Okay? Yeah, I, I was going to say, Shats, you should stop speaking because the more you speak, the more you're going to bury yourself. But I was too sore to tell you that because you just buried yourself. Taj, he just admitted he, he couldn't even get out of the room with his kids. All right. Okay, so, two, <laughs> two, two options. Listen, if it's, if it's, a, if it's an escape challenge that, that involves numbers and codes – it's Jimmy all the way. But if it's an escape room challenge that's based on good looks, it's shots. Ah, I respect that. <laughs> well, the room that I was in, I don't think they cared about looks. Yeah, in, in, the, in the room you played in, I like that. I, I, I respect that. I don't agree with it, but I respect it. Oh, all Jimmy, right. there are puzzles in there and keys yeah. to finding codes. Yeah. My head exploded. I couldn't get out of there fast enough. Yeah, I was going to say, Shats, uh, your, your, uh, your ADD does not uh, lend itself well to, uh, to escape room challenges. You lose interest. Wait, what, was that? what was that, Jimmy? Exactly. Uh, listen, Taj, we want to thank you so much for joining us uh, to, for the podcast today uh, and for sharing all your great insights. We really do love what you and the team at Leasecake are doing. Uh, 
um, and, and again, supporting not just the hospitality industry, uh, but really um, so many businesses and verticals um, where the common thread that runs through them is, is leases and, and commercial properties and just the, the importance of meeting uh, deadlines and being aware of these deadlines. You know, Brandon looks at companies and we say, you know, whether a company is one of many, whether it's one of few, uh, whether it could in fact be a one and only. So I'm not prepared to say it's the one and only, although I will say I don't know of another company that is doing what Leasecake is doing in the way that it's doing it. So I guess, at least in my purview, you are the one and only, and that puts you in a very special place. And I think for those of you out there that want wish to engage and speak to Taj, you're going to find um, just how special a group and how important they are. It's the app you will not want to work without. Um, if you want to get in touch with Taj directly, you can email the podcast team at podcast at brandedstrategic.com. We'd be happy to make the introduction Jimmy, for just you. Just go to leasecake.com, baby. Just go to leasecake.com, but then chat right. to and I, and I gotta add one more thing, Jimmy. What's that? Taj still has all his contacts and connections at Disney. And due to those contacts and connections that he has maintained over these years on the cruise line, he has generously offered for the first 100 listeners, Jimmy, yes. that call in or email us an all, a fully inclusive Disney cruise package. You hear this, Jimmy? For your if you sign up to Lease Cake right now. You get a cruise paid for a Disney cruise by Lease Cake, Jimmy. That's the kind of that's the kind of CEO we like. I'm done. I, I appreciate I'm done that. Here. I, I appreciate that. I think Shatsy, you might have misunderstood the fine print. It was a trip on the Circle Line. Um, that, <laughs> Is it, so if you sign up for Lease Cake, you get the Circle Line. No, no, that's no, still good. That's first, still good. The first 100 callers get general admission passes to the Circle Line, which, by the way, is a wonderful trip around. You were Manhattan. just on that, Jimmy. It was fantastic. I really enjoyed it. Okay, to our listeners, we want to thank you so much for tuning in. We are know we we know there are literally hundreds of thousands of podcasts out there, and the fact not better that, though, not better, Jimmy. Well, you know what? The fact that our subscriber base continues to spike uh, is is thrilling, um, and we're. We're very excited. I cannot believe we are bringing season seven to a close, although we couldn't have had a better guest to do it. Um, however, unlike your favorite TV shows that take a lengthy hiatus uh, between seasons, we'll be coming back with a and releasing a special bonus um, season starting next week. We're back next week. Um, we'll be featuring the best of episodes for the month of August. We'll be featuring best of moments from our most popular segments, the pod, uh, sorry, the crystal ball moment, the on the road, top of the tech stack, which came first. And I can't believe it, but I'm so sure we're going to have a little branded quick fire in there as well. Uh, you won't want to miss it. Um, so with that in mind, Taj, with appreciation to you and your team, um, I apologize. A note just came in fast forward. A note just got put in front of me. Taj, did you dress up as Pluto for a day? I did. I did. From Pluto to Lee's Cake, you know. The there life, it is. Wait, just for a day? Pluto for a day. What is, the, uh, is, that, is that the original Pluto? Uh, <laughs> he got sick or something? What happened? They, they have uh, – it's basically it's kind of a cross-management training. Like everybody yeah. gets to do whatever they want to do in, in a different realm. So from management – Working in the park. And, hey, yeah. Got, hey, kids out there, no job too big, no job too small. Dressed as Pluto one day in the Disney park, now CEO of one of the hottest, fastest growing tech companies in the business. So, again, Taj, with appreciation to you. And as we wrap this episode up, end of season seven, I will send appreciation to my partner, Shatsy, who, without this podcast, 
would probably be more informative. Probably a lot but, better. Probably uh, a lot better. Not, not, not more fun. No, Chatsy, in all seriousness, take us home, closing out season seven. I just can't believe it. I got to speak to my agent, Jimmy, because, you know, I, I mean, do we have a SAG card or is that a is that a podcast card? Something. I mean, we end season seven. We should have the month of August off. We should be relaxing and, and, and waiting to start in September like all the other, like, Stranger Things and stuff. They're not working like this, Jimmy. Jimmy, you know what Ted Danson makes in an episode? <laughs> you know how much he makes in an episode, Jimmy? Seven hundred thousand dollars an episode. Yeah, I mean honestly. And what are we getting, Jimmy? We, we get. Well, I'll make you. I'll make you a sad card. I'll make. All you right, one. I got to talk to my agent about this. Well, anyway, <laughs> listen. Thank you, everybody. Taj, thank you. This is Shatsy, aka the Restaurant Guy, signing off. Season seven, and I got to tell you, get right back into season eight. I'm exhausted thinking about it. Cheers, everybody. Thanks, everybody. Cheers. Thank you. Thank you.